millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon have to do is spend 600 quid on a weekend away yeah, no, in October and you'll get a little bit of money back. Yeah, so you'll get you'll get about 125 quid back. Now, like I'm I'm seeing all sorts of posts from people, you know, when they go away and yeah, or or else they're planning to go away and they're they're looking at all their options for hotels and stuff and they are ridiculously expensive. <laughs> now, I'm just going to put it out there quickly. It's my birthday, the last day of September, so October is a perfect time for both of you to get together and maybe plan a few staycations for me. Oh, do, a few I mean, staycations? To, to stay away from you for that entire month. <laughs> you like, can stay See you later. Do you know what? If you I've, send I've me off on a spa weekend, I'll go on my own. I don't care. I, I've been staying away from Sersha for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear it in your voice, Dan. You sound a lot happier. <laughs> I see you, bye. Um, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I mean, like, it, it is ridiculous. No, okay, fine. The, the hotel, the tourism industry has had an awful time Yeah. Um, over over the last couple of months. That They've been one of the industries that have been pretty badly hit and are going to be hit now, you know, heading into whenever it is that you can you can actually fly when it, when it is safe when the, when the advice is that it's safe to travel um so uh so look you know they 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 do need to try and make up a little bit first but like you know for four nights away a friend of mine was telling me a four nights away somewhere in Kerry was costing 1400 euro and you're going yeah. would you actually be bothered yeah like I know, I know it's. I know that sounds very unpatriotic to say, and and like I was, I was, I was discussing all my options the other day because like I, I'm, I'm dying to get away. I've been in my house for the last six months, um. So uh, and usually I'd go down to somewhere like Spain, but you know, my my, my thinking was that it might have been safer maybe to do that around September time, but it doesn't look like we're going to get there. Um, but looking at looking at that, there's not a chance that I would pay any of that money to holiday in this country. Like if I'm well, if I'm paying that money, I want to be somewhere abroad. I want to be somewhere like Spain, where you know I can at least get a bit of enjoyment out of a bit of sunshine, uh, and you know not be sat in my hotel room looking at a bit of looking at all the rain. Yeah. So I mean, I know I know obviously they're doing something. I'm seeing as well, right? So you're going to be able to receive twenty percent back from your restaurant as well, restaurant and hotel bills yeah, in the form of a right. tax credit. Uh, it's up to a maximum of six twenty five or something. But oh, look at this, couples. This amount will be doubled for couples who can receive up to two hundred and fifty back on a spend of twelve hundred and fifty. I mean, it's still it's yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. 
and it's a minimum um, spend of 25 quid to avail of it. So I take it you're going to have to keep your receipts till the end of the year and then claim and, it, and your tax back it, online. It flies in the face of the earlier advice from Leo Varadkar during the uh, during the, 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 the lockdown that no shift until next year, like... <laughs> they're, they're, they're sort of they're, they're, they're sort of encouraging you to go away and you, all right you'll get you'll get your your 250 if you go as a couple and um, I see that the, the VAT has gone from 23 to 21 which I mean hmm, I don't yeah, know if that's I a mean, big drop it, at all it, I thought it would have went to like 13% maybe yeah it's, 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 it's hard to kind of read anything really into that I mean like you know only up to 600 and whatever it was 625 yeah you could you could often be paying way more than that, um, you know that 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 that'd be that'd be a relatively decent price for for you know compared to the rest of the mm. stuff that I'm seeing for, for for staying in the country. And I know, like as I said, it does it does sound very unpatriotic of me to say, but really and truly, I I'm not like I I I wouldn't be bothered spending that money here. I know I know I, guess... I know that I, I know that sounds terrible, but. We're gonna like have to take your passport back like off, you then. Once, once, like when you see one cliff, you've seen them all. <laughs> like how, how many, how many cliffs do you want to see? I know, but at the same time, I think if you know you cannot travel abroad, like you know that that is not advised, so mm. you're not doing it. Like you said, you've been at home for six months. I am also dying to go away. I would literally pay a thousand euro tomorrow to go to Trabalgan. Ah, no, would you go away for that? <laughs> Just to get out. <laughs> do they still have a wave pool down in Trebalgan, do they? they like, yeah, we, I'd say we, they do. Like my, my, my folks have a place up in Cavan, and like, I mean, even, even with, a, with a free place, I wouldn't be seen dead up in Cavan. <laughs> well, no yeah, one well, would, to be fair. That's Cavan like. now, come on, and it's called a spade, spade now, Dan. It's not going to run of ourselves. It's not a Cavan tax rebate here anyway. All the Cavan lads will be taking that tax rebate anyway. So listen, I suppose, the, if, 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 this, is, this isn't kicking in till. October. And then, right, okay, so heads up, if you're going out for a meal from October, keep your receipts, yeah. and if you're booking a holiday, keep your receipts, you have you can get 20% of it back off the end of the year and with, with mean, your yeah, tax, no, which would be I, a little bit... It sounds a little bit critical, but at least at least they're giving you something, some sort of incentive to go into the country, maybe. What about just like a holiday voucher card they could have given everyone, like 500 quid, days go, go nuts. We're racking up mm. enough debt as it is, just let's add on to yeah, it, it doesn't exactly. matter anymore. You've got you, you've got your COVID pay. Like we, we're just we're just handing out money at this stage. <laughs> there you go. Give us an old uh, Brown Thomas voucher on top of that as well. <laughs> we just, just go nuts. But um, yeah, I suppose kind of weirdish good news. And then it was just yesterday as well with the green list coming out of quote unquote safe countries at the same time of the the government still saying non essential travel or please don't engage in non essential travel. But here's the green list. There was still a little bit. Yeah. Of confusion and, and, over that. and you know what? Like, I, I, I really had to laugh. Like, like you know, they, they delayed it so much. Like, it was at half eleven by the time it had been released last night. And yeah. like, so some of the some of the places on it. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a who's who of Republic of Ireland's qualifiers. Um, <laughs> so like, you've got you've got you got people like Malta and Finland and Norway and Italy and Hungary, Estonia, Gibraltar's in there. Now, here's what yeah. I love. Here's what I absolutely love. You cannot fly direct from Ireland to Gibraltar without going to the UK or Spain. And you can't go to either of those places without quarantining for 14 days. So if you want to go to Gibraltar, you have to go to either the UK and get a flight direct from there to Gibraltar or go to Spain, go maybe to Malaga and, and, and get a bus down, down towards Gibraltar. But you can't do either. You can't do any of those things. So I, I, That's I love so the funny. It's the same with, yeah, same with Monaco. You, you have to fly to Nice. Yeah, yeah, you have to go to France, but you can't go to France. <laughs> no, 
I just, yeah. I, I, I find it so hilarious. Uh, like this, this, this country's gas like. Um, yeah. So the, the only, the only clear advice we've had uh, that we can all agree on is wash your hands. Um, wash your hands <laughs> and maybe wear a face mask do all those things and, and the job yeah. we've done right uh, it's, it's nuts it, it really is nuts and, and look you know I, 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 I was really I was really of the sort of the mindset that okay by, by September right place down in Spain I'll, I'll go down to Spain in September but you know mm. what now I'm kind of I'm looking at everything and I'm kind of going okay you know what look I can do it out of for a year just do it out of for the bleeding year for God's sake it, it's it's not going to kill you. Um, no. is, is the is the advice. Um, right. Yeah. Lovely. Well, listen, um, more information up from uh, our news department, from Dan and the rest of the team, fm104.ie, with the latest COVID stuff, the latest information and the latest releases from the government all explained in detail there. Um, some clarity, a bit confusing, still a bit all over the place. The over, the main comment still with regards to travel, don't take any unnecessary journeys, don't take risks on treacherous roads. And, uh, trees and Manion. Always, yeah. She should just be the spokesperson the for all this. Bring back Theresa Mania to be the spokesperson for all this. But uh, listen, Dan Pitcher, appreciate you coming on. We'll let you get back to bed now and uh, we'll <laughs> chat you again soon. No worries. Take it easy, guys. Good night. Bye, bye, bye. bye. Thank you for that. Uh, so yeah, listen, fm 104.e the news lads have uh, uh, a ton of stuff up there on it, but that's the latest. There is some tax backs for you if you're going out to restaurants later on in the year. They're cutting the VAT rate. There's some green listed countries. Who knows? I did three years without a holiday. That comes in from... Yeah, Lucian. Yeah, I mean, like, it's very first world problem-y, isn't it? It is. I can't, I can't get away to Spain. I was planning on going to the south of France, and I can't. It's just disgraceful. We've really lost the run of ourselves, haven't we? Once the Celtic Tiger came in, our notions were set to far, far higher. And if you think about it, right, we've been in a very, very difficult situation. But in terms of your work life and just life in general, it slowed down tenfold, didn't it? Oh, completely. I mean, and c- we were manic beforehand. People rushing around, you know. Are you trying to say you're not doing as much work as you were beforehand, Sirsha? I am absolutely way more relaxed at home. I'm not rushing in traffic. I'm not stuck in traffic. I'm not running around like a headless chicken because you can't. You you yeah. actually can't do that anymore. You have to book into places. You have to be, you know, mindful. So everything is much slower. Life is much slower. So. I felt that when life was much more rushed, you kind of feel you need the holiday to relax. Whereas I think a lot of people have taken a step back anyway, so you might not be as eager to go away. I just need a holiday in Spain. We would have been useless in the famine. Can you imagine how much complaining we would have done in the famine? Oh, stop. Absolutely. Well, now, in saying that, my favourite food is potato, so I would have been delighted. (laughs) Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> Which mean you would have been delighted? Beforehand. Before the famine? Yeah. It would have been a pretty bad way in the famine because the main be, things they yeah. lost in the famine would have been that, ooh. That's what I would have been so upset about. The lack of potatoes. <laughs> nothing else. Yeah, it would be useless. Anyway, sure, look, if you're planning on, plan on going away, check out the green list of countries. Check out all the advice from the government, f104.e. It's all up there for you. Still to come uh, on the show this evening, let me, I have to try and get this term correct, right? There is a syndrome. Not really a, a, an actual syndrome, but if you've noticed this, have you noticed anyone coming out of the woodwork in lockdown? Someone that you were texting for a while that never got back to you and just blanked you? An ex, an old friend, someone from school? Have they just randomly come out of the, the woodwork from years of not talking and dropped you a message or a DM or whatever? Uh, they might be suffering from pandemic reverse ghosting syndrome. Pandemic reverse ghosting syndrome. What exactly is it? Uh, how can you spot it in someone? What should you do about it? Because maybe it's harmless, but maybe it might be a little bit more serious. Uh, author, psychiatrist, writer from San Fran, uh, Ravi Chandra, is going to be on in just a few moments' time to explain a little bit more about that reverse ghosting syndrome. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. You can subscribe to the podcast, listen back to the full shows and all of the separate interviews uh, individually up there as well. On the way next, has somebody from your past come out of the woodwork out of nowhere and dropped you a text, a WhatsApp, a DM on Instagram? Might be pandemic reverse ghosting syndrome. What exactly is that and what makes people that you probably don't really want to talk to What makes them get in touch with you after all of these years? And if it has happened to you, if you've experienced a randomer, somebody who ghosted you, get back in touch with you. Let us know. 0876797104. We'll be talking about that next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. How are things things going and how have things been going over the lockdown? And has somebody from your past that maybe you were texting, that maybe you were flirting with, that suddenly just stopped and absolutely disappeared. Have they gotten back in touch? Because I'm hearing whispers of people, maybe just people are bored at home, but randomers from your past are now, quote-unquote, reaching out. Yeah, do you know what's really weird? It hasn't happened to me personally, but I have I have done this. So I have contacted two girls that I was kind of friends with on and off for a few years when I worked with them back, you know, I'm talking 2012. And for some reason during lockdown, I felt like, okay, I have to just get back in touch with everyone. So I was mm. doing these Zoom calls. Now, it only lasted for about a month. Because we'd obviously disconnected for so long that even though we reconnected again, it was great, but the friendship didn't kind of stay. Do you know that kind of way? So now that things are open again, I'm hanging around with my my friends that I see all the time. You were about to say your your real friends. (laughs) My real friends. It's terrible. (laughs) But it is. It's weird that I thought of getting back in touch with them. Like, that would never have happened otherwise. I know. So, listen, if you have experienced this in the last couple of weeks, especially over lockdown when things were serious, that people came out of the woodwork, that maybe you were either friends with years ago or you were texting them and they completely just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and never replied to that message and all of a sudden it's like, hey, 
and you're like, what, what in the name of God do you want? Please let us know. Drop us in a WhatsApp if you've any experience with this over the last while. 87 Apparently there is now a syndrome, P-R-G-S, and it stands for Pandemic Reverse Ghosting Syndrome. A serious thing that you might be afflicted with. Pandemic Reverse Ghosting Syndrome, or P-R-G-S. To talk to us a little bit more about that is San Francisco-based psychiatrist and writer who joins us on the line now, Ravi Shanter. Ravi, thanks a million for popping on. How are things? Doing all right. Uh, doing well. Thank you for having me on board. So what exactly is this uh, title? Well, so uh, so I, I, I kind of wrote the title and article a little bit tongue-in-cheek, uh, PRGS, Pandemic Reverse Ghosting Syndrome, uh, because <laughs> I had heard about in my my patient practice and also in my personal life had experienced uh, people kind of popping up out of the blue. Um, and also, uh, I found certainly I had a little more time and was a little more uh, lonely and isolated, of course, during the early part of COVID, especially, that I started, uh, uh, you know, engaging with my friends, uh, having biweekly or monthly chats with various groups of friends that I hadn't been in touch with in a long time, and that's continued. And also meeting up with uh, single friends uh, online as well from time to time. So I've I've been on both sides of this equation. I have done the exact same thing. I mean, yesterday, which is completely out of character, I'm a little bit weird and useless when it comes to staying in touch with family and friends. I just kind of plot around and I mightn't talk to my mother from one end of the month to the next, whatever. But like even yesterday, I had a 40-minute conversation with my sister in Australia. That's shocking for her. She didn't know what was going on. She thought something was seriously <laughs> wrong. She answered the phone. She's like, is everything all right? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just checking in, seeing how things are. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think it's clear that uh, we, you know, having more time, being a little more lonely, and what comes to most of us, I think, because we're social beings, we think of other people, and so uh, we want to have that sense. And uh, I've certainly felt like my people sense has eroded uh, during this time. I'm, I, I really relish the time I spend with patients and friends face to face, and that's been sharply, sharply reduced. And so, uh, so I, I find I need something extra to keep me going just because I'm a social being and we are all social beings. The flip side of it, of course, is, uh, you know, people suddenly ruminating perhaps about the relationships, people they've lost in touch with or perhaps uh, had a falling out with and then either want to make up with them or reach out or, or reconnect. And that has various impact. Um, so there, that's that's the more severe form of, uh, of getting back in touch with people. Yeah, so buyers beware on that one. Why do we have that urge to reconnect with somebody from our past? Is it that we are just sitting there and reminiscing? Is that what it is? Or is there another reason? I think when people, we have falling out, fallings out with people, it takes a little divot out of us, generally speaking. And uh, we think about it from time to time. And having more time to think about it, we think about people who are not in our lives. I mean, many people have obviously uh, lost people, uh, lost loved ones to COVID. And and so, so all of this has an impact. Like, oh, wow, you know, have I, quote unquote, have I done something wrong? in relationship or should I set it right? So I think some of it's kind of an attempt to uh, to come clean in relationship and make our relationships right. Uh, the other piece probably comes out of a sense of uh, just uh, uh, really, you know, kind of uh, wanting to mend a broken fence, so to speak. So, I mean, I don't think that it's it's coming out of a all out of a negative space. But of course, you know, the person uh, who's trying to mend the fence may not be welcomed or they may not be really capable of, of truly mending the fence. So that's why I say it's, uh, you know, we, we have to be cautious. Um, you mentioned there, are, you know, you've outlined a couple of different levels of this uh, P 
PRGS syndrome, mild, which is obviously you've mentioned already, it's fine and it's platonic and it's happy days and maybe something we should be doing more anyway. And then moderate and, and severe. So what would you say is the uh, severe cases of the pandemic reverse ghosting syndrome when those people uh, come out? And then, I mean, how are people meant to manage it if they don't want to be reconnected with maybe more on some of their past that they, they, they were thankfully gotten rid of? Right. Well, you know, the, you know, certainly I've heard cases where an ex, either a boyfriend or girlfriend, suddenly calls out of the blue and they've, they've had a, a, a pretty severe falling out with their partner in the past, uh, maybe had exchanged uh, negative words, could have even been abusive in some way. And uh, then all of a sudden they pop back up and, and text and, and or, or message on Instagram yeah. or something. And I think it's, you know, I think it's uh, people have every right to set boundaries and say, hey, you know, either to not reply at all or, or to just to say, just to say, hey, I'm, I'm just not there. I, I'm not interested in renewing our relationship but I wish you well, you know. So, uh, but... We are social beings. We do we do need a sense, uh, some sense of belonging in the world. So I think you know, ideally, we can be compassionate as we set boundaries as well, but also compassionate to ourselves and what we need. Yeah, because I mean, I am guilty of doing this, reaching out to people who I never continued on talking to because probably I had the time to sit there and think, I wonder what she's doing now. I wonder what you know, probably the same as me sure. sitting at home. But then I just broke the contact again. Sometimes it's uh, a little bit uh, does all the trick. I actually, <laughs> you know, I. Ironically, I, I just uh, uh, was reading the acknowledgments in my uh, book, Face Buddha, uh, Transcendence in the Age of Social Networks, about social media. And it just gave me such a warm feeling reading all the names of my friends who uh, contributed to my life as a related social person. So, I mean, we, we need a little bit of that, I think. And just to, you know, kind of we, we kind of feel reassured by contact, even if we don't continue the contact. It's like, oh, there was something good there for a little while at least and just reminding ourselves of that can make a little bit bit of difference I think in our mental health. If you've just tuned in we're chatting to uh, Ravi Chandra who is a psychiatrist and author we're talking about a, a syndrome that he has coined the pandemic reverse ghosting syndrome so if that basically means if someone from your past maybe an ex or a former friend or someone you've just fallen out of contact with randomly during the lockdown was like hey you up at four in the morning when everyone's been in lockdown for like six weeks why are they doing it and, and what they're doing it if you've any experience with that or seen something similar do drop us a WhatsApp and let us know 0876797104 and listen before we let you go I suppose we maybe should have asked this at the start but why do people ghost in the first place and just kind of strangely and weirdly end it out of nowhere well the reasons are probably very complex but I think you know in our modern day our egos and our lives uh, often can to end the world can kind of take us in a direction of doing and uh, status and possessions and and achievements and so forth and we got to get stuff done and snap 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 and that's so true in the Bay Area. I don't know what it's like in Ireland, but certainly true in the Bay Area since uh, the tech boom. And we lose sight of the really important things in life, which are relationships and friends and community and love. And so I think maybe we need some of these, uh, you know, that's kind of the the blessing of COVID is that we maybe perhaps can uh, recognize the importance of relationships in our lives again uh, and find a new balance, I think. So I always think the word ghosting is a negative one, isn't it? It's you're being shunned, you're being ignored. Whereas most of us do it probably daily where we don't write back to a message or it could be weeks on end before you get back to someone. Or like you, Cormac, you haven't seen your mom or talked to your mom in ages. 
And, and we I don't do it on my, purpose. My sister is in <laughs> hospital today and I don't even think I've sent her a message. I'm like, whoops, I better get onto that and sort that out. But yeah, it's maybe this because there's so many things dragging at your connection and dragging at your communication that exactly. uh, maybe you feel a little bit overwhelmed. Kind of go, well, I have 17 emails to do. I have an annoying LinkedIn message to get back to. I have set, you know, loads of other Instagram, Facebook messages, texts, WhatsApp, phone calls. Maybe maybe I'm a victim here, Saoirse. Maybe I'm just being overwhelmed by all my uh, communication commitments. So am I. And then as Irish people go, we uh, are too embarrassed or too ashamed to then write back to somebody weeks later. So we just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, we're just head on the sand. And, uh, you know, life, all those social connections can get displaced onto social media. And we just assume that that's good enough. But it leaves a lot of people hanging. We leave a lot of people hanging. And um, so... I mean, that's that's just part of modernity. I'd say I think we'll solve a lot of the world's problems by just turning the internet off, even just for like six months of the year. <laughs> anyway, we do all our work and then we just turn it off and we'll be have a lot happier. Listen, uh, Ravi, we, we appreciate you coming on and chatting to us this evening. He's a psychiatrist and author. Um, and go check out his books. His website is ravichandramd.com. But listen, it's been an absolute pleasure and thanks for giving up your time here on FM 104. Thank you so much. Great to speak with you. Indeed, and if you've noticed somebody crawling out of the woodwork from your past who suffers from this syndrome. Has it happened to you during lockdown? Someone who you were texting who completely blanked you has now gotten in touch. Let us know. 87 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Are you a good backseat driver or not? <laughs> Let us know. 87 104 They can be one of the most frustrating parts of driving, especially learning to drive, but maybe they're more useful than previously thought. you're over the age of 24 strangely enough so if you're over the age of 24 research has found that having someone in the car pointing out potential hazards in the road was helpful to a point i imagine yeah to a point yeah of course but uh sometimes you know if a driver might be a little bit tired as well as that if they're changing the music or fixing the aircon that can be a little bit dangerous because they're taking their eyes off the road. Well, when you have ah. a passenger there, they'll do it for you. Oh, All right. So nearly like a co-driver. But I wonder why it's over 24. Is that if you're fully licensed and have gotten your... Uh, you're fully licensed and yeah so it's not panic stations because <laughs> there's nothing worse when, you know, you're learning how to drive and you're obviously very nervous out on the roads. Very, very nervous situation to be when your first time driving on the main roads. Like this is chaos and you've you suddenly realise how overwhelming it can be to drive because you have so many things to think of, of that you didn't realise and you're just there swamped with and someone obviously telling you, watch this and watch that. The other one I used to hate was, though, is when, <laughs> when the passenger would just suddenly nervously grab really tight their door handle and, like, push their foot into the ground and grab their handle, like, like they think you're about to crash. And you're like, will you relax, will you? And they're like, yes, no, I thought, I I thought you were going to kill us all. I have a friend who is a very dodgy driver. She just is. She's always kind of one of these people that's not confident at driving, yet drives at the edge of every road, you know, especially on yeah. a cliff. So I remember once we were in Galway in the back end of nowhere, actually Clifton. If anyone has ever been to Clifton, they'll know. Like, I mean, the drops down some of the roads, you know, are huge. So she was trying to show us the view and she's driving while pointing and nearly oh. veering over the edge. I was like, no, 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 keep, keep driving. That's fine. I can see it from here. So I've definitely been in a situation where that happens. And you do kind of feel more comfortable driving yourself than being a passenger, I find. Unless there's certain people that I trust that are very good drivers and I'm 
happy to be in the car with them and I don't care. But yeah. for the most part, I prefer being in control of that. But there is a perception, as this study has shown, that you know passengers can be distracting, nagging and so on. But after the age of 24, having passengers in your car actually decreases the chance of you having a crash. Oh, really? Surprisingly. That's interesting. Mm. Well, I suppose as you get older anyway, you stop being an idiot in the car. You're younger, you might... I'm not saying you're going to take risks, but you do, you do stupid things. You pack too many people into the car. You, you, you obviously think you're invincible and you're a savage driver and you take a corner too quickly and all of a sudden you're uh, spinning out of control and you're heading to a wall. But... um. Yeah, I wonder if it is the fact that you have people in the car and you're more cautious of their safety. As opposed to showing off when you're 19 going, I got me new starlight. Yes. I had a starlight, by the way. I wonder. Did you actually? Not surprised. Yeah. Uh, starlet, which uh, was 90, a 95D starlet, which was a 1.3 litre engine, a little rocket. But thankfully, the nun who owned it previously to me had put in power steer. So it wasn't too much of a banger. It was a great little car. I actually don't think I know what that is. I think, is it kind of sporty? No, not at all. Oh. It was a, a nun had it. I swear to God, when I say oh. a nun had the car before like me, an a nun had nun. it. An actual nun. I'm not saying like an L1. No, a nun. A nun had oh. this, owned this car. That must have been really holy. It was a holy car, yeah. Well, my mum as well did the usual thing of making sure that I put some rosary beads in the car. And did it work? It got broken into three times. <laughs> what did she say about that? I actually never said it to her. It got broken into it twice. The first time it got broken into, um, I was woken up. I was working as a barman in a hotel and I, I was doing the residence bar so I got home at about 7 in the morning absolutely wrecked and then I have a knock on the door and there's a guard outside and he's fingerprinting my car which is now halfway down the middle of the road with the door bent back open <laughs> sorry and I'm laughing like, but I was like what's going on here like, oh, yeah, there was a stabbing across the road and your man who did it legged it through the estate and tried to get into your car as a getaway <laughs> car I was like okay and then the second time yours. Yeah, there you go second time it happened because the thing with the old old starlet car doors they were very easy to just bend them back and open the like the metal on it was really soft for want of a better word you could pull the door back no problem and just stick your hand in and pull up the lock and you were straight in didn't need oh, to break yeah. a window or anything so you're straight in second time it happened I was out um, on a night out in Maynooth I, I drove out and was parked on a back road and I, when I was leaving the car there there was like two young lads they were looking dodgy and I just didn't think enough and came back an hour or two later. And again, the door had been pulled back. They'd gotten in. No. They'd smashed underneath the ignition. Um, they didn't take it, though, but it got broken into. And I remember I told you about the third time. I parked at the car park beside the church. Actually, yeah, this is how, how much God helped me on this This was one. so random. Like, this this is my biggest fear. And you yeah, are convinced I, you parked here and then your car wasn't there. Yeah, so I came home from work uh, one day on the bus and I was like, no, hang on, where's my car? And you know, sometimes you do that stupidly. You come out of a yeah. Tesco and you can't see your car. And you're like, oh, I've been robbed. And you're like, oh no, sorry, there it is. Or you get lost in Dundrum for six hours looking for your car. And you're like, oh, it's on 2M. Ah, there we go. Yeah. But I, I came off the bus and I had parked whatever had happened. I'd parked the night previously and had to stay over and work and then do the day shift and came home the following evening. Car wasn't there. And I was like, what's going on? Rang the O. And I was like, oh, did, did you come down and take the car? She's like, no. So car was stolen. And then I walked back home and my sister was like, oh, I was like, what do you mean? She got off the bus an hour earlier and she saw a man in my car and she hadn't got her glasses on. So she starts waving at him in the car going, hey. 
and he just doesn't do anything. He's got his head down, and she's like, oh, mustn't be able to see me. So she just walked on. She saw the guy robbing my car. <laughs> I waved at him. Yeah, hello. <laughs> oh, my God, that's the funniest story ever. Like, There's so much that, you know, <laughs> if someone kind of sees someone breaking in and they can't do anything because they're on a bus, you know, they're yeah. trying to call the guards or something. But actually going, go ahead. Yeah, you're doing yeah. a great job there. Oh, hi, that's my brother's car. Up. See you now. Bye. Thanks very much. She couldn't see a thing. She hadn't got her glasses on. She's going to blind as a bat, so. Oh, God. Yeah, that was the story Yeah, that's, that. that's not good. That wasn't holy at all. Maybe the priest or the nun was evil. <laughs> yeah, evil nun. It was cursed. It was a cursed car. Uh, who, who's got that car now? Where, who did I sell that car? Yeah, I wonder if it's still going. What year was it? A 95D. And it never turned up. And the guards were like, mm, sure, look. I was into that. So if you've ever come across a 95D burning in a field somewhere, a little 1.3 litre. It's yours. It was mine. It was mine. It was a sad day. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, deep breaths, everyone. Anyway, here's a... Uh... So yeah, backseat drivers. And by the way, funnily enough, now I did my driving test three, t- no, four times. The fourth time I did it, I had a tester in the backseat and I passed. So there you go. So that's how good backseat drivers are. How old were you when when you passed? How old was I when I passed my test? I passed my test, I think it was 2015. Five years ago. But 42. Or six years ago. (laughs) But I have been driving since I was 17. So, you know. 20 years? Wow. That was a long time. Just 20, 25 years on the road without having a full license. My God, how'd you get away with that one? (laughs) You could get away with it back in the day. Sure, back in the day, you just had to turn up and ask for a driver's license and they just post it to you. You didn't even have to drive the car. Back in the day, didn't they do a thing? And I will stand corrected on this if I'm wrong. I have like vision, not visions, memories, I should say of. I think it was like my auntie or someone telling me this, that like years ago, might have been like in the 70s, 70s or 80s, that there was such a backlog for driving tests in this country that anyone who was on their second or third provisional just got a full license. Yeah, that is true. Did that happen? That is 100% true. And I think going back even earlier than that, they they didn't even have to do a driving test. You could literally apply for a test without having ever driven a car. And you could get a full license. <laughs> so the most dangerous drivers on the roads are those over the age Elements. of 70. Yeah. That'd be mad. If you're, if you're listening and you got one of those free licenses without a test, will you drop us a text and let us know what the crack is? How bad of a driver are you? Or maybe you're, maybe you're absolutely fine. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, Cormac and Tisha here on Room 104, Thursday evening. Hope you're well. Uh, thank you to Laura who sent in uh, a message. We were just chatting there about back in the day when you could have gotten yourself a driver's license without having to take the full test because there was such a backlog, apparently. Was it was in the 70s and 80s, I think. Such a backlog that they just gave people who were on their third I think it was their third li- third provisional. They just gave him the license. They're like, here you go. She said, um, my granddad has one. He's bad. That's all she says. He's bad. Oh, yeah, you dear. see? Imagine how easy life was back then. Yeah. Hand uh, the driver's license. That was worse for me than the leaving cert. I'm not even joking. I was more the stressed getting my, I was more stressed getting my theory test results than I was leaving cert. I was freaking. Theory test, absolute piss. Because I had I only studied. got it by one. I only got it by one. See, I studied. I did the video, or the... What do you call it? The one, the CD one at the time, where you just, you know, you can practice anyway, so you know the, the answers. Yeah, yeah. 
so I and I think that's it. Like it was kind of more trick questions. So if you hadn't looked at it or hadn't revised, then you might mess them up or mix them up. Whereas if you had, it's it was easier. You knew you were going to get at least a yeah. pass. Uh, yeah. But the actual test itself, I just uh, if I can't talk, if someone's judging me and I'm not allowed to speak, that's where I that's my nervous twitch is over talking. So yeah. I'm sitting in a car and all I want to do is yap 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 hey, yap, and they you? tell me sorry you can't speak yeah. and I'm like okay and they're clicking away at an iPad and then I'm really nervous and sweating that's a horrible feeling mm. yeah you know? pretty bad uh, you, you would have been back in the day you would have gotten your free licence they would have just thrown it to you and said here good luck go on see yeah. you bye and Lucian says if you're over 70 your licence should be void Lucian that's ageist that's ageist now guys come on yeah but okay they should have brought in um, when they decided to actually make people do the test they should have made everyone before that who got a free one do it again <laughs> like, come on now lads what's going on whereas um, now it's a bit cruel to, to make you know people over 70 sit the driving test again with all the bad yeah, habits they would have had or have uh, yeah, yeah. Um, listen very true if you're missing gigs by the way in Dublin if you're missing live gigs with live venues um, Whelan's have come out and announced when they're going to be reopening, obviously with strict social distancing rules and guidelines in place. But good news, uh, live gigs will be coming back to Dublin very shortly. When exactly are they opening? When can you get in? How can you get tickets? I'll tell you in a few minutes here in F- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. That was topic featuring A7S, Breaking Me. Great song. That, that's the type of tune you want to listen to driving around Dublin late at night. Oh yeah, that's an absolute That's tune. a great tune. Mm. Pondering, pondering all your life's decisions about what brought you here. And good news as well, if you've been missing live gigs and haven't obviously been to any in the last three, four months, Whelan's has announced that it'll be reopening as a bar and music venue on August the 10th. August the 10th, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's good news. It's about, what, two, Very three good. weeks away? 23rd of July yeah. now. Uh, yeah, my God, we're in July. I have... Um, I have a pol. I took a Polaroid picture because I'm one of those idiots uh, of when we started broadcasting from home. If you didn't know, and you're listening, to myself and Sasha oh, are, yeah. are at home because uh, yeah. you know, not to brag or anything, but F104 is one of the only stations in the country to go full remote during the pandemic because we're sound yes. like that. Yeah. Um, it was where was it? The 16th of the fourth, I think the picture was, and now it's the 23rd Third, yeah. of the seventh. Wow! Do the maths. Long time, isn't it? That's a, that's more than three months. Where is the year going? It's all depressing. It's all depressing madness. It has to be done anyway. But um, thankfully now, you'll be able to get out to a gig. So here's they've announced on their website and social media channels, they're opening as a bar and music venue, but are putting in a load of different safety measures to help keep you, know, you safe if you're going there for a gig. There'll be assigned seating, temperature checks at entry, uh, disinfecting throughout, table service only, advanced booking only, and for the bands as well and the performers, no sharing of vocal mics and different things like that. Vocal mics disinfected after use, not used for at least three days afterwards as well. Um, yeah, you, you, again, you forget, even if you've been going back to the gym and stuff, how many things you, you, uh, you touch and you grab, because in the gym I'm in now, as is probably in every gym, that you might be in uh, before and after sanitizing you have to do with everything that you're using and yeah. it's just mad how many how many little things you don't realize you're grabbing you know and how you're spreading your disgusting germs all over the place yeah absolutely like even the equipment and stuff that you would maybe yeah, just spray down quickly before now you have to actually clean everything so you're actually spending way more time in the gym 
doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Are, are they going to be paying me for that now? Oh, that's what I want to know. Uh, no, obviously not. Uh, we've got a message in here now. I don't know. We might be able to do this tomorrow, but uh, could you please play my stepbrother's new song? His name is Jamie McIntyre. You're his favourite show, and we're both listening. And it would mean the world oh. to him. Where, where, where do we play it? What, what is the favourite song? Yeah, what is, is it his song? Did he write a song? Does he have a song? Where, where would we has... find this song on the internet? Yeah, maybe it's a song that he loves, that he hears on FM 104. Maybe we could definitely play that. No, I think his stepbrother wrote a song. Oh, actually wrote it from scratch. This is what I'm wondering. I mean, so if many... we can't play it out, I could always rap the lyrics. I'm a good rapper. Like, remember Rainless Goo? I do remember that so uh, <laughs> we can always strike back oh I, where are your lyrics because this was when you were meant to be rapping this was Over when I was meant to be rapping. Yes, I will make up the lyrics. <laughs> Nailed it. You're a natural wow. performer. I really hope no one's listening. Yeah, the new rap battle champion of the world here, Saoirse Long. Uh, Rain to School is an anagram of Saoirse Long. That's how, we, that's how we came up with that name. Never finished that song. Shame on me because we, we got did. some actual, actual lyrics that we got played. We'll finish that. Don't worry. We'll listen. We'll finish that. Uh, send us in the link to that song if you can. Luke slash Taylor slash I don't know if it's Luke or Taylor or Taylor or Luke. And um, we, we'll give it a we'll give it a spin. Maybe see if it's any good. We could break you here on FM one hundred four. Uh, that's it from us. So this evening, cheers for tuning in. Podcast interviews will be available uh, on the Room one hundred four podcast. Just go search, find it on whatever place you're using. Tomorrow night, the usual will be back after Freaks on Friday at ten o'clock. Slightly later start. 10 o'clock and we're going to be chatting to a couple of the people who created that uh, that fake video about the failed moon landing that never was so if you're listening last night you would have heard us playing it out but the guys who actually did that pulled it off put it together it's a computerized version of Rick of a, of a Richard Nixon speech which never actually happened and uh, highlighting the dangers of fake news they'll be on the show tomorrow and uh, a few other people as well so uh, cheers for tuning in this evening back tomorrow night at 10 Jim Jim and Nobby back in the morning from 6 so do be, be, be sure to tune in they've got a few quid to, to give away on the show tomorrow as well and as always Ihawa Ihawa FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.